Welcome to another episode of A Course in Miracles Chanting. My name is Ezra. I am so glad that you are here and so glad that I am here, together in the sonship. Amen. This chant is called Miracles Are Seen in Light. It comes from Lessons 91 and 92 in A Course in Miracles, some lines from each of those lessons, and the lines of the chant are, Miracles are seen in light, and light and strength are one. I am not weak, but strong. I am not helpless, but all-powerful. I am not doubtful, but certain. I am not limited, but unlimited. I am not an illusion, but reality. I cannot see in darkness, but in light." So this is another very helpful chant for me. Uh, the, The main teaching coming through for me is that light and strength are one. That is something that years ago didn't click and, um, and, and it is. So the feeling that light and strength are one is something I feel it's, um, it's experiential as we go into what that light is and what we're seeing in that light and what we are as that light and how that relates to strength in that that perception, in that presence uh, and that, that light and that strength are one. So let's go through this line by line. Miracles are seen in light. Very interesting. Um... So this to me is a situation where we are in the world and doing our best to be with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, coming into the Christ, the Christ vision, the Christ perception, the Christ mind, the Christ presence. Uh, again, I've said before, I don't think it's helpful to think, have I arrived at the Christ mind or am I with the Holy Spirit being brought to the Christ mind? Just go as deeply as, as, as we can into the best we know as the Christ mind. So I'm just abiding in that Christ mind. As much as I am now, that's as much as I, I am now. And that just gets deeper and deeper. So in my mind, I am abiding in the Christ mind with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus. And in that perception... I am walking through the world and a potential grievance can come my way that is from another or from, or from myself. And as I stay in that light, as I stay in that Christ mind, that's where I don't fall into the grievance, but I remain and abide in this light of Christ 
and I'm open to the miracle. I see the miracle's possibility, and then I can see the path to the miracle of choosing the miracle, and I haven't fallen into a grievance. The next line, and light and strength are one. I I would like to read something about this that is found in Lesson 92, from where I have taken these lines. Um, here Here is the reading. It is God's strength in you that is the light in which you see, as it is his mind with which you think. So God's strength is the light. Here we can see strength and light. We're seeing with that light with his strength. His strength denies your weakness. It is your weakness that sees through the body's eyes. So that is not seeing, and that's weakness. Peering about in darkness to behold the likeness of itself, darkness, weakness, the small, the weak, the sickly, and the dying, those in need and helpless and afraid, the sad, the poor, the starving, and the joyless. Interesting to me that those in need is included in that. So any perception of ours that anyone is in need is based on our weakness and not true seeing, which is true strength in the light. Uh, Going on, these are seen through eyes that cannot see and cannot bless. That's beautiful too. So when we're in the light, when we're in that strength of God in our perception, we're blessing everything. And when we're out of that, we're not blessing anything. Going on, strength overlooks these things by seeing past appearances. So here now when um, miracles are seen in light and that light and strength, that being in that light, seeing with that light, being in that strength, I'm overlooking appearances. I'm seeing past appearances. So that is the perception of the forgiven world. That's the perception that sees the miracle, the possibility of the miracle, doesn't fall into grievances because it's not falling into identification with physical form at all. So again, being in the world and holding that Christ mind, that Christ vision of seeing the sameness in everything, seeing the eternal life, seeing the light, seeing with love, seeing uh, the Christ beingness of all and not identifying with any sight of bodies, of separateness, of anything I like or don't like, of anything being special or apart from anything else. So seeing in that light of sameness, seeing past appearances, that's the strength of seeing, that's the light. Going on, it keeps its steady gaze upon the light that lies beyond them. It unites with light, of which it is a part. So then I'm joining with everything. That's also the foundation of the miracle. I know myself is that light, and I know everything else is that light. And if there's any specific individual self-character, a person with a grievance, then I'm joining with, I'm joining with that, but I'm joining with the light in the person, not with the grievance. And the miracle comes about when I join. Everything is forgiven, and I join. And following guidance, I may say or do something that helps to remedy the situation in form also. And going on, it sees itself. So this light that I am, Christ sees itself in everything. Christ in everything. So I will stop reading there. And let's go on the next line. I am not weak, but strong. 
I am not helpless, but all-powerful. I am not doubtful, but certain. I am not limited, but unlimited. And I think it might be best for everyone, as you go through that lesson, that is from Lesson 91, If uh, when you go through those words, that you feel those. Feel what, what is that to be strong, all-powerful, certain, unlimited, and what is the, the ego self-concept of being weak, helpless, doubtful, limited. Um, I'm reminded, when I see the helpless especially, I don't feel helpless, but something so beautiful about the teaching that Jesus is giving us in the Course is that any slight frown is death. Anything less than perfect joy is death. Any slight sigh is death. Um, any little drop of dislike is pure hatred and the desire to kill. Just saying it as it is. So if I have any situation in which I'm not in perfect joy, why wouldn't I be in perfect joy? I must feel helpless about it. So to admit that in my ego state that I have been used to living in, I feel very weak. I don't feel completely strong and having that strength in every moment. I feel helpless. I feel like there can be a situation that I can't get out of. Get out of. I feel doubtful. I don't feel 100% certain of, um, of myself being in a, in, in a perfect environment, atmosphere, home. Um, there is some uncertainty and doubt about my well-being. And I certainly feel limited, uh, any kind of limit to, to my potential, my power, my ability, uh, my happiness, my joy, my freedom, uh, I must feel limited. So just connecting with these words of, of what the ego says and what God says, I am strong, all-powerful, certain, unlimited. And going into those, uh, feeling, feeling into those. And the next line, I am not an illusion, but reality. And this, I, I do feel, just needs to be repeated again and again and again. That is, to me, a very helpful part of these chants that we are asked in many lessons to repeat this as often as possible. So to have this in my mind for me is, is very helpful, that throughout the day, that memory is, is right there to remind myself, because this song is, is often in my head, and it can remind me, I am not an illusion, but reality. This also makes me feel um, as something very helpful for people that have been core students already for a while, and we see that we're told the world is illusion, the ego self is illusion, time is illusion. Um, and then there can be a state of, well, am I an illusion? Is everyone else an illusion? And the understanding that, no, I am reality, you are reality, but not as a separated ego self. Certainly not as a body, not as a character in time, a story of a person. Um, so, yeah, feeling that very deeply. I am not an illusion. 
when the Course teaches us that everything here is illusory, but I am reality. And then I feel that identification with heaven, with God, with Christ. That's who I am. I'm in that existence. I'm at that level. And I'm not at this entire level of illusion, which is everything else, everything in perception. And finally, I cannot see in darkness, but in light. So I cannot see with the body's eyes. I can only see in God's strength, in God's presence, in my Christ mind, with my Christ mind, with Christ vision. That's the only seeing that is true. And I would like to read one more quote. Uh, This is from chapter 20, section 2. And right now happens to be about Easter time. And this uh, mentions Easter. I won't read the part with Easter, but this comes from uh, a, a discussion about Easter. So I am in paragraph six, uh, sentence five. The Holy Spirit's vision is no idle gift, no plaything to be tossed about a while and laid aside. Reading this was very powerful for me. I just opened the book and uh, came to this a few days ago. And just really confirming to myself that I have had the experience of vision. I know what it's like to be in Christ's presence and seemingly walking in the world and maintaining this, this vision of light, of spirit. And yet, I can go back into preferring things, into looking at things differently, into liking something, not liking something a challenge for me, I'll say right now and admit, is is bodies. I am in this dream male figure, and I have my whole life liked girl figures in the dream. And I've been married happily for 10 years, but still there is this attraction to female bodies. I just see it very clearly. There's, there's defi- definitely not a freedom from attraction to female bodies within my mind. Um, and I see also, I see it's, it's, a, it's such an addiction for, for the world. Um, I also see females identifying with their own bodies. So I don't feel so much identification with my body. I've had a lot of things break. I'm 50 and I've kind of broken down my Uh, excitement about the body, and I'm much more identified with the mind, um, and I don't value so much the body, especially not like I used to, but I still seem attracted to female bodies, and I see that females seem very identified also with female bodies, with their own body as being very important and special. Their own body needs to look a certain way, Um, And they will compare also with looking at other female bodies online, for example. Um, So I feel like we're we're all in the same boat, and it's all about female bodies. So uh, I see that, and that's something that, such a great reminder to read this. The Holy Spirit's vision is no idle gift. So if you have any experience of vision... The sentence goes on, it is no plaything to be tossed about a while and laid aside. Don't dabble with vision, it's saying. If you have any experience, commit to it. 
see its value, see how how grand it is, and go with it. Don't just go back to form identification and seeing with the body's eyes. Reading on. Listen and hear this carefully, nor think it but a dream, a careless thought to play with, or a toy you would pick up from time to time and then put by. For if you do, so will it be to you. So if I just play with vision and then let it go and go back to identifying with the body's sights, then that'll be my experience. I will, it, it will be taken from me and I won't have the, the joy of vision. I won't have the clarity, the strength, the happiness, the peace, the freedom that being in that Christ perception brings. I'll read on. Uh, this is paragraph seven now. You have the vision now to look past all illusions. It's saying you have this vision to look past all illusions. It has been given you to see no thorns, no strangers, and no obstacles to peace. The fear of God is nothing to you now. Who is afraid to look upon illusions, knowing his Savior stands beside him? With him, your vision has become the greatest power for the undoing of illusion that God himself could give. Hallelujah. With him, so when I'm with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, this is the way that I can access the Christ mind, staying in the world with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, and they're bringing me to the Christ mind. It's only with them that I have any experience of vision or the Christ mind. And so with him, your vision has become the greatest power for the undoing of illusion that God himself could give. So it's encouraging me, don't play around with it. Use this vision, go into it, and remember to stay in it. Remember that it's that important um, and not to let myself go into the body's eyes again. And I will skip down to paragraph eight. Your chosen home is on the other side beyond the veil. My Heaven is beyond this veil. So if I choose to stay within human perception, then I'm not getting past the veil and I'm not going home. I'm not remembering God. I'm not awakening. I'm just staying locked in the world. So I choose to go beyond the veil and to go as as deeply, as acutely into this Christ vision as I can and to stay with it. It's my choice to stay with it and allow it to open up for me or it's my choice to go back to to form identification and addiction. Uh, reading on, it has been carefully prepared for you and it is ready to receive you now. You will not see it with the body's eyes. Yet all you need, you have. Amen. It's there for us. We can see it. It's been prepared. It's ready. And we have everything we need to, to go into heaven now with that. Mm, one more mention about, about strength. Light and strength are one. <clears throat> Is that uh, my personal experience many years ago, I remember coming into the idea that love is the answer. And it's the one thing that I want to do with my mind in my life, in every present moment. Um, but I realized that it takes strength to love. 
It takes having the energy to do it. If I'm tired, I don't have the energy or the strength to love. Um, if I'm weak in my mind and just go into sadness, anger, frustration, hatred, uh, I'm not having the strength to be in love. So even if I see that love is the answer, it takes strength to choose love, especially in the face of a grievance, especially when something comes at me that I don't want. It takes strength to choose to stay in the light, to choose to stay in love, to respond with love, to, to see the possibility of a miracle. That, to me, takes more strength that even though there's a grievance that has come at me, that I don't fall into it. Obviously, a grievance for me is going to be something I really don't like. It's something that I'm so used to not liking and identifying with that not like, and so I want to push it away, I want to fight it, I want to attack it, I want to defend against it. And so to stay in that highest strength of abiding in that light and seeing past the illusion, seeing past the veil, and seeing to the reality of spirit here, and therefore giving that situation over that the miracle, the miracle can, can come about. Um, that takes strength. And so this chant has been so helpful for me this week where I may have responded in a different way, but because this has been uh, really present in my mind, light and strength are one, miracles are seen in light, and light and strength are one. And that I am strong, all-powerful, I am certain, I am, I am unlimited, and I am reality, and I see in the light, not in darkness, all these things, the feeling when a grievance comes to just stay right up high, to stay in that strength, knowing that the miracle is going to resolve this. Not my attacking, defending, avoiding, anything like that, being frustrated, responding in any kind of lower way to the grievance. No, but staying in that strength of God, that light of God, which is the truth. It's reality. So I'm just staying in what is true and real, staying in that great strength of the light and seeing that the miracle will take care of this. And I can be in peace. I can be in freedom. I can be in Christ. Hallelujah. And so, so many blessings in this chant. Um, may it touch you as well. And may deep realizations come through of who we truly are and who we have thought ourselves to be and are not, and that we can rise into Christ, that we can abide in that light and stay in that light for the miracle to come in any potential grievance situation. Many blessings. Amen. <laughs>